Welcome to the Engaged Prospect Podcast. My name is Dan Hirsch, and I'm founder and president of Engaged Prospect. Today, I have with me my leadership team, Executive Vice President Sam Stein, Vice President of Training and Development Sherry Sheffield, and Director of Sales Operations Megan Height. This is part one of a five-part series dedicated to how modern selling and COVID-19 is influencing how entrepreneurs and sales leaders need to approach their work. This topic is specifically on sales process, how tech and COVID-19 has influenced change. Thank you for listening. So how would you institute or get them to start using more inside sales techniques? What are some of the things that businesses can do now? It's interesting, but to me, one of the things we can be doing right now is something we should have been doing pre-COVID-19 anyways, which is really focusing on and analyzing your sales process. Right? Process is about a lot of things, but really one of the main things it's about is moving leads to opportunities and opportunities to clients in a really smooth, smooth way. And taking away any friction right now for your leads is really important because, again, it's tough times. It's abnormal. People are confused. <laughs> Some people are scared. And any friction in your sales process is just going to turn people away. So, you know, process includes a ton of things, but can we automate certain things? Can we use our technologies to tier and segment our prospects and our, our um, client base and different decision makers? Um, and, and even some higher level strategic conversations around process, like are our steps of sale correct? do we need to add an extra presentation or do we need to add a virtual tour or an audit or something into our steps of sale? Or can we uh, shorten our steps of sale? We have too many steps and it's clunky. You know, this process of moving your leads to qualified opportunities and opportunities into, into um, clients. It also should include um, the technologies to, to, to lead score. Um, people are opening emails. If people are, um, downloading white papers, people are attending webinars. How do we keep track of those people and stay in front of them? So focus on process. Is it the right process and is the process working for your sales reps and for your buyers to, to be sort of frictionless? You know how like when, when the economy is great and the job market is just so hot for employees at the time, you can like stumble into major awesome jobs without really trying all that hard. I'm not saying it's easy, but you know, pe people just find really good opportunities. When the job market's really tough, it's quite different. They have to, they have to do the, do the, the interview perfectly. They have to send the follow-up email exactly how it needs to be written. They need to, they need to know everything about the business before they show up for the interview. It's so much harder when the job market is tough and I think the state of the economy plays a, a role in sales too, right? So obviously companies like Zoom and Google Hangout and Skype and FaceTime, they're, they're crushing it right now. On the other side of that, hospitality and the airline industries are, are suffering. So, so my thoughts are certainly geared more towards the day-to-day -day typical solutions or sales products that are that are not completely either lifted up or crushed down by COVID-19. But I think COVID-19 has shown us that the companies that were 
we're just killing it and, and getting inbound leads like crazy and converting them into new customers without really having to have a, a formalized and strategic process is, is gone for the time being. What we've seen with a lot of our clients, and I've, I've talked about this on, on this podcast a lot, is that now more than ever, you have to have a system designed to keep people top of mind for your company. So Sam, you mentioned having certain segmented and targeted campaigns. I think one thing you can do immediately that should be in place anyway, even after COVID-19 is have, have a process put together to nurture and stay in touch with opportunities or former customers um, that you can, you can reach out and share content and share ideas and, and offer advice, see if they need help. And, and, in many ways, that can be automated. It could be email cadences. There's automation for social media. There's a lot of things you can do, but ultimately just having a system that says, once I get an opportunity in the funnel, whether they close tomorrow or, or don't close for five years, I'm going to have a system in place to make sure that I'm reaching out to them and keeping them um, thinking about my business. Another thing in terms of process that's really important is having a process for now that everybody's working from home, having a process to reach out to your prospects, but also maintain high quality. I know when we were talking about strategy, we talked about the difference between field reps and inside sales. Well, you can't just show up to a school district any longer and say, hey, I'm here to see the superintendent or the director of special education or the, or the IT director. You need to work those channels via phone and email and possibly LinkedIn, social media. So how do you do that when you can't be face-to-face -face and actually smile and show body language? The important piece about selling remotely, selling over the phone or through email, is being able to have high-quality, valuable conversations. And that, I believe, is all process-driven. You have to have a process for who are you going to reach out to and personalize emails. Who are you going to reach out to and leave really, really focused voicemails that shows you've researched their business and you know their challenges and everything about them? Do you do that on every single call? That's what this process is all about, right? Is determining when do you research your business before you talk to them? When do you personalize emails, emails and social media outreach? Having that system in place is critical for being able to develop relationships and start conversations with prospects in today's world. Dan, you know, I think it's interesting that you say that. And, and then once you start those conversations, something else that's critical is how do you keep those conversations going, right? What, what do they need to hear in the presentation? What do you need to find out in the discovery call? And so on and so forth. And again, back to the sort of the Sherry's question at the head of this call a few minutes ago, or, or, or um, this portion, you know, you asked what can people be doing right now? Well, one thing we have to look at is, I love that word you said, Dan, critical. What's critical in our step of sale once we've got a prospect that's interested? What, what components of our process are absolutely essential? Is it a demo of the product? Is it a tour of whatever, the facility, the campus, the whatever, whatever you're selling? And if that has changed, if that used to be something that you did in person or something that you used to do sort of physically, it, now is a great time to figure out how do we do that critical component of our sales process remotely? 
um, and to spend some time sort of um, mimicking that in a virtual way. Because um, if it was critical before COVID-19, it's probably still critical on the buyer's journey. And so it's, it's time to figure out how that fits into your process. There are ways, <laughs> right? There, there are ways to, to, to um, sort of recreate everything if you're creative enough about it or if you think about it. So I um, thought that was sort of an interesting, I love that word you said, critical. And I thought, think about what's critical in your buyer's experience that maybe they can't do anymore in the way they used to and find a creative way to solve that problem. That's a great point. Could you um, maybe give us some examples from some of the clients that you've worked with of how they've taken critical parts of their sales process and, and kind of adapted during the current crisis? Yeah, absolutely. So um, one of our clients is a uh, resort down in, in West Virginia. They have a bunch of outdoor activities, um, rafting and, and um, zip lining or ropes courses, these kinds of things. They do weddings, they do conferences. And one of the things that they do is give tours. And they set up a really awesome um, way to do virtual tours with some... Um, with some tools that have, they have cameras in certain places and they can walk people through uh, the cabins or the uh, lodging. They can walk people through the conference spaces. Um, they, they can do all that, it's very cool. And, and it's wonderful because it's gonna be a tool that they can use even once things get back to normal because some folks travel really far for um, you know, their national sales conference or um, you know, sending folks that are top earners or top performers on, on uh, trips or whatever it might be, whatever conferences they might do or whatever groups might be coming to this resort. And so I, I might not need to come now if I'm coming all the way from, say, California or um, Colorado or wherever. Uh, I can make my decision based on the virtual tour. Uh, even when I'm able to travel, I might not need to now and cut that out of the, the, the piece of the expense. So, so that's certainly an example. And, you know, something that, that we're doing as a company, we, we've got, um, we, you know, we were all just talking about this recently, but how do we get some people who are interested in our online classes, our live online classes to, you know, pull the trigger and sign up. And we've talked about, you know, having them audit some of our, of our classes, right? Just join, join the Zoom call and be a, be a guest student for, for a class. I think that's going to be critical in our step of sale for people to be like, oh, yeah. This is really an insightful class. I like the way they run this and I see the value now from being a participant, so I'll join. Um, and, and, and so, you know, it's, it's, it's using the technologies, using the tools. They seem to be a lot of video conferencing stuff for sure, but how, how can we get, get um, creative about setting it up so that, that that then virtual tour or virtual demo or whatever it is, is simplified. Something I mentioned earlier in this, um, on the last topic was uh, softwares have been doing this forever because it's easy to kind of share your screen and show the software. And uh, let's find a way to do that for things that aren't software. 